Welcome to Las Chicas del Pod. On this podcast, we get together every week and talk with you, our besties, about any topics that come to mind or any conversations that we want to have. My name is Samantha, a.k.a. Mexican Chunli. And I'm Amy D. Today, you guys, we decided to have another girls talk. Girl talk. I feel like we haven't had a girls talk in a while. We haven't. Woo! Okay. A lot has been happening. Um, where do we start? <laughs> We're like, do we want to talk about it or not? <laughs> no, I mean, you start. I feel like you have more eventful news. Actually, we both have eventful news. But yeah. Okay. So eventful. I guess I'll start. On the day that, I, that we're filming this, you guys... I have become an auntie. <laughs> How does it feel? I'm so excited. Okay, I can finally talk about it. Yeah. I feel like people have been asking me so much. Like, are you excited to be an auntie? Are you excited to be a tia? Are you excited? Are you excited? Are you excited? And I'm like, chill, chill, chill. Like, I have never been a tia of my own blood. My sister is the first one of us three to have a child. And so, of course, you know, I'm like, yeah, I'm excited. And yeah, I'm excited. But I didn't know how excited I was going to be until I saw him. I'm really happy. I'm really excited. He was actually born last night. He wasn't born today. We're filming the day after. So April 29th was a beautiful day that I already kind of figured when, you know, that he was going to be born um, based on what I knew that my sister, you know, the contractions and all of that that was going on. Yeah. A little part of me was like, what if he passes midnight? He's going to be born on the last day of the month. Like, boom, bitches, here I am. <laughs> but I was super, super duper excited for him. I don't think I've been like super open with the public about this in the past. Um, I have been about being a mother. I've always my not my goal. Remember when people are like, what is your goal? Your ultimate goal. <laughs> What's your ultimate goal? Um, not my goal, but like when people would ask me when I was little, like, what did I want to be when I grew up? Yeah. I've always said a mother. Mm. So for me, a mother has always been right. And not to say that Santiago is my child because he's not. Um, but I am excited to share, you know, like just the experience and be a part of his life. And, you know, just have a child so close to me around. Yeah. Like kids bring so much happiness, so much joy. And I feel like personally, I'm at a point in my life where I have so, so much of that to share in a very secure way as well mm -hmm. that I am just excited to hold him and like to just, you know, see him. And I already saw him, right? Like I already saw what he looks like. And I already see so much of us in him, yeah. you know, and it just it felt really weird to see a physical form of a baby that looks like my family. I mean, and the fact that your sister created life. Yeah. You like, know, that's huge. Yeah, for sure. You know, like I told her, um, you know, because in one of the calls, she was like a little, you know, scared and stuff. And I was like, you got this bitch like you have picked the fucking pounds. Like, don't even worry about it. You know, yeah, that's so um, and so like being able to be there for her. Yeah, through that that was really big. You know, that yeah. was really cool. Um, Obviously, I wasn't able to like be there present because the hospital has like certain regulations mm -hmm. about, you know, people being there and stuff which i'm okay with but i'm excited because today after we filmed this episode we're actually gonna go and decorate her house to you know welcome them and in into their house for the first time with santiago and and i'm really excited you know i'm really Such excited a, like a big milestone i think for women yeah but i feel like it gets downplayed sometimes right because yeah. 
it's so common right people have kids like it's normal but i don't think there's anything nor it's extraordinary that women can create life and yes they give birth to life you know it's something super respectable super commendable and like it's crazy just seeing it happen more and more like around me and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, congratulations to Stacy. Thank Stacey. you. I mean, I and really, you. I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, thank you. I thought you were going to say, yeah, no, for sure. Congratulations to my sister, you know? Um, and thank you for everybody who has been telling me like, felicidades tia, felicidades tia. Yeah. I did not feel those felicidades like yeah. so close. in here, so close until yesterday. Like I was like, fuck, I'm a tia. Like what? Like, I'm excited, you know, yeah. I'm excited to be a part of that. I'm excited to share time with him. Um, and of course my family just overall, like I'm just excited, you know, um, I did ask, well, I didn't ask, but my sister asked me like, do you want to be the first call? Right. Like after he's born. And then I was like, yes. And, and, you know, he was like, okay, once we're settled, like I'll call you so you can meet him. Yeah. Um, because you know, like her thing was, she didn't want to pass pictures around and stuff, which totally like, I respect that. But I was like, I just want to meet him. I'm yeah. so excited. And of course, like, I want to make sure you're fine, that everything goes well. So yeah, that happened last night. I was like, I started bawling and I was just in here, you know, it was like almost 11 PM when they called me and, and I was just so excited. And then this morning, you know, like I woke up and then I was able to see him better and she's still in the hospital in this very moment. But it was just so cute. Like today I was finally able to like just see like his features, his features yeah. and I'm like, ah, like you look like us, Aww, you know, like that was so really sweet. cute. That that's was really so cute. cute. So I that that's new, you know, like that is something that literally just happened um, right now and. And just to even go a little bit deeper into that, you know, like it's so funny how we've gone live and like we've been here at the house and like people, I don't know why, you know, and, and maybe some of you guys can let me know down below in the comments. Um, why do you ask me if my sister has given birth? Like why, if she hasn't shared something on her social media about giving birth yet, yeah. why would you try to break a boundary and ask somebody else if something has happened? I don't understand that, you know? I feel like with social media, sometimes people are lacking like maybe intimacy in their life or something or they they're not used to boundaries because everybody has like a different background and so i feel like they're they feel like very entitled to all this information because you know when you do share on social media oftentimes it's a lot that you share a lot of personal stuff and yeah. so they want to be included in in that news but i feel like the question isn't really a question it's more so like like why? you wish that people were different in that regard right because it's it's not something comfortable like because it's not at, at the same time i feel like it's not necessarily like anybody else's news to share right and as an aunt it's like it's yeah you have you have share. your place yeah but it's not necessarily like you have your place, but that doesn't mean that you're going to share that with other people, right? Yeah, so it, it really is a question for those of you guys that felt the need or feel the need to ask something that hasn't been shared by the actual source. Yeah. Um, because I don't really care how you feel that because I've shared or she shared her life, we have to share 
things on your time. Um, I don't see it like that. But to me, it is something that if it was about me and I wanted to share it and I had no problem with sharing it, I would. But when people feel the entitlement, I think it's what um, yeah, it's entitlement kind for of, sure. you know, pushes me to the other end where I'm like, why would you ask me about other people when I guess I have also set that boundary so straight in my life with everybody? Like, don't come and ask me about such and such. Ask them directly if you really want to know. And I feel about that in every aspect of my life, like friendships, family, work related people, like don't ask me about other people. Like I'm not going to tell you. And so when people, you know, kept asking, sometimes if you caught me on a good one, I was like, bitch, I'm not going to say shit. But if, and you know, if you caught me like on a, on a kind, um, venture I guess in that moment I was like well you guys you know that's not my information to share like you'll catch somebody different at whichever point I'm I'm at but learn your boundaries you know like learn when to ask certain questions and when not to um for your own well-being I, I feel guess. like they know like for your own respect I mean I feel like they do know better I just be I looking just at think, you go ahead it's like you know guys that they really don't have a shot but they still shoot their shot it's like that I guess like <laughs> I just I just be looking at you guys like I be judging straight up like I'm just like damn she don't have no boundaries like that's truly how I feel because to really think that I'm gonna come out here and never talk badly or ever give share more share ever share more about something that's not of me to share um i mean i would never you yeah. know like i just wouldn't but and, and that's that's for you yeah. right it's not even for anybody like anything it's just the way that you are as a person yeah in general right that yeah. is like this is like this is my code of ethics and i go by that yeah like regardless of what regardless of happening or what or, who. or what or how much people want to know something yeah you still you're still on code for sure like it's still you know family code sister code like ethics code like whatever personal code, code it's personal like yeah you know we don't share more than we feel comfortable sharing number one and number two it's never my news to give like imagine creating something so freaking beautiful and then somebody else messes that up for you when you want it to be the first one, when you want it to be the one to share, you know, those news. That would be messed up. That would be super messed yeah, up. And I'm sure up. like my sister wouldn't appreciate it. And I have, you know, I have a high regard for her. I love her a lot. And that's her, her son, you it's know, her time to shine. And I think, yeah. And I think also a lot of people will purposely take that away from their from their from their family members yeah but that's like being like spiteful or something i know but yeah i would never you guys and i'm very 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 excited i do remember even saying at one point like that's not my personality you guys that's not all you're gonna hear me talk about well guess what you just might (laughs) you just uh, new personality yes like new personality unlocked last night was it was it it, it it did a lot within me, you know, even though I wasn't the one that physically like gave birth. It did a lot within my body, not just because I want to be a mother eventually, but because someone of my own blood has just a new generation has come. 
and you I, know? A, a new generation. It's huge. Literally. And also, I feel like because you have a lot of love to give, yeah. you felt that more that it's in a physical form. Yeah. Like, right? I literally, like, I have never been this affectionate with my sister. I texted her, like, I love you. I'm so proud of you. I can't wait to see you. Like, yeah. I just wanted to do the most for her. Yeah. And I was just like, shit, okay, Amy, like, you good? <laughs> she triggered, she triggered. Yeah, that's so crazy. But I mean, also, like, as a natural giver and, and nurturer and stuff like that, you know, like, I just feel that that just fully came into full effect as soon as I saw the baby on her chest. So <laughs> cute. So, so cute, you guys. So that's something new that's happening in my life right now. You guys are going to be seeing me, you know, on Tia duty a lot. A beautiful moment to be a part of. Um, if you have never been a tia before, it's it's incredible. I am so excited. I'm I'm seriously like I literally said I'm gonna go. We're gonna go and like decorate her house and like just put this beautiful you know like welcome and like congratulations and like balloons and like I just want you to feel celebrated celebrated yeah you know I bought her like a little plant like for her you know and like I just I want you to feel good I know you feel hella good already you know but like I just I want to show up for you in in all ways and in whichever ways that I can that you can yeah that's beautiful yay thank you that's exciting (laughs) I mean I mean my siblings haven't had kids yet you know but from just like the attachment and the the length of the relationship that I've had with her as a friend, it's very special to see like where how you know the things started that, from the bottom. Yeah, how we, how, how we met and all that stuff and like how like how much her life has progressed. It's pretty. It's yeah, amazing. It's it's an it's something great to mm-hmm. be able to experience. Yeah. Okay, well I said a little bit about me. What you got going on? I know. Ah. <laughs> Luego cuando, like, cuando me preguntan like about myself, then me meten la presión. No, pues, I mean, honestly, that was very eventful. Yeah. So, like, I feel like my my eventful situations are not that as eventful. In I comparison. mean, we started with a with the biggest one, with a bang, yeah, yeah we a new life, a, a new life. You know, like we. But besides that, yeah. But besides that, <laughs> let's get into other stuff that's been going on in our lives yeah right <laughs> uh well for me she i mean i honestly like i i feel very um happy with what's been going on with me overall okay and uh, i'm like i'm really happy about that because i told you that this week i re-listened to our episode about new beginnings oh yeah which the new beginning was not too long ago, you guys. How long ago? Like two months? Two months? Yeah. The, two, the was new Marimar be- still a part of that one? No. Oh, no, okay. For sure not because that was still, that was like end of February or okay, sometime okay. in February. And yeah, we were like on, I was definitely on my new beginning tip, you know, like I moved in here and like I was making all these changes. Oh, yeah. And then I went through a rough patch of just like uncertainty and just feeling um in a place of lack and just feeling like not just not secure and then like lack and all this kind of stuff to now just kind of seeing the other side of it and so I kind of I'm feeling good I feel like I'm in a great place and I feel like I really needed to remind myself of the progress that I've made in this short amount of time and just remind you guys that like you get to choose your reality and you get to choose 
what you want for yourself and it's not going to come easy necessarily right because like i said i experienced like some challenges but i just feel like once everything just kind of has leveled out and i'm feeling a lot better about everything it's it's a night and day situation. It's Dude. like a new level unlocked. Like like you yeah, being a like- yeah. <laughs> a new level is unlocking right now for me where it's like I've made these changes and now I'm finally estoy sentando cabeza. Like this is my new reality. Like because That's it's awesome. like so dramatic that yeah. you know you're still like obviously you have like that mindset of like hey I want this for myself and I'm getting it and I'm obtaining it, but it just it still takes some time to get used to. Yeah. Do you want to elaborate a little bit about how you felt in the beginning, you know, again, before you moved in versus the whole 180, I think, of what I've seen and, and how you feel maybe now in whichever area yeah. of um, your feelings? Honestly, an, a big thing for me was when I first started initiating all the changes that I made because I was feeling very unhappy of, of where I was. Um there was a lot of guilt behind it because I felt like the actions that I was taking were selfish in a way. And I felt like, um, there was a lot of uncertainty and I felt like, what if this doesn't work out? And what if like this happens? And what if that happens? Well, guess what? A lot of the shit that I was afraid to happen ends up happening. Yeah. Because, (laughs) because we are literally attracting what we think about, whether we want it or not. What you think about is what manifests. Right. So we got to think good thoughts, but go ahead. Keep going. But even then it's more, it's also like in unlocking these new levels, especially when you do it in a short amount of time, it's almost like God sends you these tests to make sure that you really are to almost not even make sure, but almost to prove to you that you are built for these new levels that you are unlocking. Mm -hmm. Right. And you, and to make you comfortable in the fact that there is going to be some adversity, but it's not going to stop your bag. Literally. Like it's not going to stop you from what you need to do for yourself and, and showing you that you're capable of so much. Because you haven't challenged yourself to that point and then you're challenging to yourself. So it's like, ah, pues, hay que ver si estás en serio, you know, like, let's just see what you're what you're made you of. You literally right? get tested by, by God. Yeah. By the universe. And, and it's it's crazy. Right. And so I wanted to share with and I think I, I might do a video on it on my channel as well, is that. I came to a point where I was like, you know what, I am potentially going to loop into a cycle of depression right now because I was at home and I wasn't doing anything and I still would get up, brush my teeth, make food, go to the park, walk, do like, you know, three miles, come back, journal, uh, maybe film a video, maybe do something like that. But I wasn't like really being a, a, let's say like productive member of society, as you would say. Right. And in these situations, it's like, you either sink or swim yeah in those situations right <clears throat> and so what ended up happening was that as the time went by like as like a month or two went by and i was like okay i'm not seeing any results from me like looking for other jobs and stuff like that i don't know what's going to happen with me and i'm every day like i haven't gone to the point where i'm not i i can't get out of bed but I'm I'm staying in bed longer than I usually than do. I usually do. 
And so that was a very vulnerable place for me to be in to tell my therapist, like, hey, like, I feel like I might be going into depression, but I was like, I'm like, I'm I'm like cognizant. I'm aware of it. And I'm also still doing what I want, like what I enjoy doing, because I know that it's a very slippery slope when you're kind of like on the border of it, you know. And so she reassured me that like it's good that I was aware that I was like slipping into feeling sad and it's good that I was acknowledging what were the things that that were making me feel sad. And then she was like, I told her, like, I don't know that I see the lesson in it, but I do, because at the same time I was journaling about what it was teaching me. (laughs) Right. But at at the time, you're like, I don't see the lesson in it. Right. But I'm still it takes a little bit of time, but sometimes. I'm still like writing down like, oh, like I should do this in the future to avoid this from happening or I should do this for this. And and I'm learning about this and I'm learning um, about community. I'm learning about asking for help. I'm learning about being vulnerable with my emotions. I'm learning about, you know, all kinds of stuff like my relationship with finances, like all kinds of stuff that you have to work on. As an adult that sometimes we don't work on until we have to. Right. And so um, she literally told me, like, you know, you just don't know when your situation is going to change. She's like, it it changes from one day to another. Yep. And I knew that I knew that. And that was why it took me longer to fall into the sadness because I kept reassuring myself. And I was on my on my creating my reality tip where I was like. Okay, I'm not going to fall into that vibration. I'm going to be on the vibration of like everything works out for me and like it's on its way. And like I'm already like experiencing like the fruits of everything. Right. But it's a challenging place to be when it's not physically there. Yes. And so I was challenged with the fact that it wasn't physically there until and I was still planting the seeds and I was still doing it. And sure enough, literally after that therapy session where I was like, I'm like literally struggling with my emotions right now that I heard back from my job. Yeah. From like and I started a new job, you guys. Um, I was working somewhere where it's like unionized and it's supposed to be such like a great career opportunity. And it can be for some people. However, Because a lot of jobs that are unionized and that type of like scenario, they go very like by the book and they're very like regulation oriented. Um, It's very it's very political. And so it's not stable until it is very stable. And I was in the process of it being stable. And then, you know, it kind of just fell apart at no fault of my own. So I also learned that lesson of like, you know, Sometimes things just aren't for you. Yep. And it doesn't matter how good of a job you did. It doesn't matter how much you committed or invested into it. And this sounds like any type, like relationships know, or anything. I'm like, go ahead, girl. You got the mic. <laughs> <laughs> like, it doesn't matter what you do. If it's not for you, it's not for you. Yeah. And it wasn't for me. And it's fine. I accepted it. And I'm happy now. Like, I'm literally so happy because, like, I, like this job is 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 pretty cool for for what it is right now like i'm honestly like and like sure i checked in with my therapist and she's like what do you gain from it and i knew exactly what i gained from it because you said income (laughs) yeah right And, and like you know like purpose or whatever it is and it's like i know that the type of person that i am like the job that i show up to do i'm going to do my best at it because i'm not a half-assed type of person and because I want to gain the most out of the experience as possible. And that if that means 
like actually like trying and not just like quote unquote milking the clock. I don't want to milk no clock because right. I want to learn and grow from whatever I'm doing, regardless of what it is. And girl, you, there's so much to commend you for because <clears throat> you made such a big move that a lot of people are afraid to make. And you were as well of moving to a completely new place mm -hmm. where you obviously had bigger responsibilities than maybe you've ever had. For sure. And then to not have a job yeah. to be able to fulfill those responsibilities. Yeah. And then also to be like, you got me. Yeah. All right. I Fuck did it. it. I did it. I'm going to keep getting up. I'm going to keep brushing my teeth. I'm going to keep showering. I'm going to keep going outside to take a walk. Yeah. I'm going to keep regardless of you little by little feeling bad about yourself and, and potentially getting into that depressive mode which you were super aware to to know and to even bring up to your therapist that that's what you were going into to still continue to push and not give up. Mm -hmm. And it was when you surrendered the looking for a job when it came. Yeah. And that's exactly when things happen. As cliche as it sounds, we work so hard, we work so hard, we work so hard and we want to take it and we want to do and how much more action can we take before we release and it's like, okay, this is no longer in my hands. I yeah. can't apply to 20 more jobs. I can't just do anything about this. Like, yeah. all right, God, what's up? Yeah. This is all for you. Just do what you have to do. And I'm just, I'm going to be right here. Just give me the sanity to continue to be okay with myself. Yeah. So I'm very proud of you for that. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, no, I'm proud of myself because um, it wasn't something that I... Again, I never I didn't make the decision to move feeling like, OK, like I'm about to get laid off, like literally yeah, the next day know. after the deposit. <laughs> That's crazy. I don't think you've ever talked about that. Tell them <laughs> since you just said it, bro. You guys have no idea how God works. <laughs> this is about to be a preaching episode. This is my testimony. <laughs> this is it. Why did it become my testimony? Sheesh. Why? Okay, so I did my deposit for to move in, and literally, like the next day, I get a text like, "Hey, this is so and so, like a higher up person from this." huge company that was like we're sorry but like we're not gonna need you right now because it's like low volume of work or whatever and it was like are you fucking kidding yeah <laughs> i was just like are you serious right and so i processed it yeah. right i processed it and i was like okay i'm gonna be okay like everything's gonna work itself out or whatever it was honestly worst case scenario because i already knew that that was a possibility But I also knew that I couldn't stay at my parents' house because of what was going on there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And it was like negatively impacting me because, you know, when you're in a, like a household, like whatever goes on in the household has an impact on you. And so I couldn't no longer really be exposed to that type of environment. And I'm not saying like my family is toxic But there was some toxicity going on at nobody's fault. You know Which what I is mean? Normal. It's, it's normal. Like, there, you know, people were going through shit. How yes. about that? Like, <laughs> we all go through shit, right? But sometimes you go through shit and you expose others around you to the stuff that you're going through and then it impacts them. And so at the time I was like, honestly, like, 
I I've been broken up like maybe two months ago. Like I can't stay here for much longer because I have to deal with my own emotions. I have to deal with everything that I have going on. And I I feel that I have a good opportunity, you know, in front of me. And it's obviously an opportunity that was only given to me. And it's like it's the right fit. So I did it right. And then I found out that or whatever. And so that's when that's when my my belief started, my belief, your faith, my your faith, faith. Yeah, that's when my faith started where it was like, OK, fuck it. Like, you know, and I even had to be the one having to reassure people around me that it was going to be OK when I didn't know what the outcome was going to be. <laughs> and older people than and you. older people like <laughs> I really had to tell my parents, like, you know what? I'm sorry, but right now I just need your support. Yeah. I don't need the survival mode the mentality. I don't need the instilled. fear, the fear instilled into me because shit like I'm battling like I'm literally going against my fear in everything that I've done in the past. I would say like year. Yeah, I have to go against fear because fear was causing me to be like physically ill even, you know. Sheesh. and like that's you know it might go over people's heads <laughs> i don't know that people like some people might not are aware be enough. aware of that right and i wasn't before but now i am our emotions have a lot to do with the way our bodies react yeah and whatever it is that is happening in our lives will um physically will, manifest will physically manifest yeah. in our bodies in whichever way that it needs to yeah some of us get um what are these called the fuegos yeah some of us get blisters you know, some people get really bad headaches and migraines. Some people, they get bloated. Like some people have, you know, just different things that happen in your body. Well, it's kind of like um, even people will say like, oh, if you have like an immune, um, if you have some kind of immune disorder, like tell me about your traumatic childhood Sheesh. because their traumas a lot of the times could make you chronically ill yeah. by the time that you're an adult. And so, yeah, anyways. Anyway, anyways, <laughs> we love shoddy bacon. We love, yeah, we harder. Um, so besides that, um, so anyway, now that everything is leveled out and and I obviously have worked through a lot of my emotions and like things that I was feeling. Like first of all, like let, I let go of the guilt. Yes, which was huge. Yeah, guilt and fear are the two things. Yeah, that literally, hold you back. that was the shit that was holding me back. That's that shit I don't like. Yeah. <laughs> so I let go of the guilt and the fear, and now I'm chilling. You're floating. <laughs> literally, yeah. it's like you're floating on the ocean. Like, woo, wherever we go, where are we going? Yeah. Now I'm chilling, and I also like I consciously made the decision that I'm going to be consciously making decisions for myself moving forward yeah. like i'm not gonna let people's opinions or people's input like be the deciding factor of whether or not i go through with whatever i feel like going through with or or whatever but obviously using like your discernment and your intuition especially as a woman yeah to make these decisions and knowing what you want for yourself is key yeah and and it's difficult sometimes you know to find yourself in a place where you know, I'm going to put you as an example where you hold your parents's, you hold your parents' opinions very highly. highly. And so when you're trying to make a big move, that's why they say if you're trying to do something, don't share it with anybody because people will try to stop you in whichever way because of their fear. Yeah. Not because they don't want what's best for They'll you, project. but because 
what they think it's best for you is based on their own emotions and their own fear and their own experiences and their own experiences is not based on you and the life you're about to live. Yeah. And so you're even showing your parents a new way of risking and of doing things because I will say this in every way. If you don't risk, you don't get to the highest level of the fucking mountain. I don't care what nobody says. No. Like you literally have to risk your life sometimes to make it all the way to Mount Everest, bitch. Yeah. And less what? We're making it. Yeah. No, it's crazy. Like if you guys knew that, like the intimate details of like the transformation that's gone on with me, like you'd be shook. And I'm, and, I'm <laughs> and, and you know, the little bit that you do know, you can see. And I wanted to ask you about your feelings before and after, because I know that there are so many of people that related to you back yeah. in that episode yeah. where they were afraid as well, mm -hmm. where they share their experiences in the comments. And of course we read them because we read, we read all of you guys' comments and there is somebody out there who can probably go back to their comment and see where they're at now. And you said it perfectly. And that's why I said, like, we're about to preach in here because <laughs> this is really your testimony. Like it's my testimony. It really takes faith from not knowing what the other side looks like, but stepping into it because you have faith that God, the universe, whatever you believe in is going to actually make it work for you yeah. because at whichever point it is no longer in your control. You have done what you needed to do. You have made the move that you needed to make. You have applied for the jobs that you needed to apply for. You have interviewed, you have prepared yourself. You have done it. What happens now? Yeah, we don't know. And we, we, we don't know, but that's, you know, when, when, with anything in life, when you risk and when you're willing to continue to risk because you don't know what's on the other side, God will surprise you. Yeah. And I feel like also when you're kind of stunted by fear and by, um, yeah, like just stunted by fear and also like it kind of, Like for me, I knew that staying with my parents was negatively impacting me so much that it was stunting my my growth, but it was also messing with my self-esteem mm -hmm. emotionally, emotionally. Yeah. And so I feel like when you are in that cycle and you don't necessarily make the changes that you are afraid of, like, how do you really work on your your emotions and your self-worth in the same place that they're being knocked down you can't you yeah can't. so that's and in that that could speak for like relationships also you know what i mean like you know when you're in like a fruitful relationship like you thrive yep. you know what i mean you don't just thrive you both when, thrive yeah you don't just thrive when you're single you yeah. thrive when you're in where you're meant to be at you yeah. know when people are putting in for yeah. you and you're putting you're you're like watering each other and i think we talked about it um also when you said how i felt like listening to that podcast or people may relate to like seeing the comments and seeing if they made the changes we actually do want to hear if you guys did make changes <laughs> since then um but for me i honestly felt um i don't know it's like It's like very, it's a strange feeling What? Feeling? because I feel, I, I mean, I feel like I'm myself. Right. And I feel, I feel the same. I, I feel like I'm the same person. Right. Mm -hmm. But I, but I also know 
that I'm at a different level of maintenance mm -hmm. for myself. And I know that I feel a lot happier. Yeah. Well, that's what it is. The joy actually starts to come from within. Yeah. So when people start to say like, hey, Amy, you look you're you're looking super happy. You're you look so different. You're vibing different. Like you're on a whole other frequency. Like, yeah, the, you can see it in your eyes. Remember when I talked about in one of the episodes, you can tell a lot by somebody's eyes. Yeah. When you pay attention to people's eyes and their face and just how they act, like you can truly see if their happiness, their joy is genuine or if it's not. Yeah. You know, and you start to shine from within. Mm -hmm. that's what it is sprinkle sprinkle you know like you start you start to literally like the magic within starts to come out out yeah. of you and then you're able to do more things for yourself and others in a more joyous way and you guys i literally i had to learn i learned so much about my self-worth in these past months that's crazy and not in not having like the stability that it like having the stability taken like out like a rug out from under me it was like i just had to learn how to stand on my own without yeah. having the things that that normally society deems as what makes you worthy that's crazy I, and I it's really crazy it's crazy because i mean to the to the naked eye or to the person who may not have experienced that before it's like it sounds impossible to feel that security within yourself when you're lacking in external possessions or whatever it is, you know? Yeah. But when you actually go through it and, and another thing you guys, and I feel like this is a message for somebody because okay. it, this is a message. Um, I was going through all this hardship at the time that I felt that I was going through all this hardship. I did not go outside of myself to find the distractions in substances. I did not go out. Well, actually towards the end, I, I was trying to, I downloaded like the Bumble app and all this <laughs> shit. I did. I did. I'm not we'll even going to get into that later. But I was, I was deep into, I it was like towards like the last week. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> but but I went, me. I went through the thick of it. I went through the thick of it without substances, without, external attention and sometimes even without like human interaction in a way like I was just to myself I was like I just gotta go outside and like lay in the sun for like a couple hours because yeah. I just I need that for myself I need that that peace of mind and that stability That's but yeah crazy. you know what I mean and I'm the most proud about substances because I mean, especially, you know, alcohol is so normalized um, within society. And it's like you have a tough day at work. Then, you know, let's go to happy hour. Um, weed is very normalized. We're in California, you guys. And so just knowing that I did it on my Sober. own, on my own two feet yeah. without like seeking, like um, escaping. Well, you know what? My escape, one of my escapism things was Netflix, though. I'm not even going to lie. I mean, because that's, you know, media is part of it else to do. Right. In a way. Uh, I mean, I could have done other things. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Right. Of course. So I'm being 100 percent transparent here. Yeah. Right. Like I did. I did watch Netflix here and there, but I wasn't it wasn't like my whole day. And, you know, something that my therapist will say, yeah. especially like in those tough moments is it's OK to lay out a full day and just do nothing. It's for okay sure. to watch TV for a full day if that's what you want to do. It's okay to not go. If you work out seven days out of the week, take a break. You can't 
perform at your highest capacity when you are not taking breaks for yourself in everything. I literally, like, my therapist had to tell me, like, take this weekend off from applying for for work at the time. And for me, it was so hard. Like, I I had to stop myself a couple times throughout the weekend, which... I mean, it's part of controlling it because it's part of controlling it. And and another thing that I did learn, too, is that as much lack as I felt that I had, I have so much privilege. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the fact that I have a therapist through a through a tough (laughs) time, hardship. Yeah. Through a hardship. The fact that I have transportation, the fact that I have a supportive family, supportive friends, the fact that there's like a very formidable roof over my head. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, hello, yeah. I, you know, I, you know, I'm still, you, I'm still doing my thing, but you even know in what? those hardships, but I wouldn't even call it privilege. I would call it blessed. That was God sh- shining his light on you. That's true. And that's God. That's the reason why I continue to be thankful for my car. And people are like, are you ready for a new one? Am I ready? Mm, I want to take a break from the whole payment situation, yeah. but I'm fucking grateful that I have a car to get me to wherever I need to me get too. to. Me too. You know, like whatever year that car is, I'm very proud of my bed. I'm very proud of my house, of my yeah. roof. But that's when you start to be thankful for the smaller things, because no matter what, even if you had the last penny to pay your rent, you have a fucking house to go to. Yeah. You have a room to go to. You yep. have a place to sleep in. You know, a lot of people don't even have that. Mm -hmm. And we forget that it's a blessing. It's not privilege. You know, it's a blessing that God has given you to be able to be in these circumstances for him to show his favor onto you and for you to actually put your faith into practice and see that. Yeah, that's yeah, because it was like I, I still had favor, but I was also very tested and you, and, you <laughs> had, and you had favor because you were working your your faith, too. You yeah, know? no, for sure. And I was still and I, I was acting in my best for my best interest and like in in good ways. And that's why I'm saying maybe had I turned to substances or or you know what I mean? Maybe that favor would be taken away. And that's not to say that anybody who has turned into that you no, know, not doesn't at all. deserve um, the blessing or doesn't deserve, but I don't want you to name it a privilege because then people automatically think that, for example, like you weren't paying anything and like everything was given to you. And it wasn't, No, you know, like I want you to take that for yourself too, because that's credit for you as well as obviously God's, but you did that shit. You know, it wasn't like, Hey, like Amy, I can't pay rent today. Like you got me. It wasn't like that. No, you know, like she worked hard and she was literally like on, uh, I was going to say Willow, but what is on, on, on the, is it Willow or Zillow or what's the, what's the no on indeed (laughs) that's that's to my house the house is i'm dead yeah like she was legit like i'd come home and like oh i applied to six new places like (laughs) okay cool you know like she did the work yeah and that's the thing about god too it's like we when we do the work we're showing him that we're willing to do the work now at some point he's gonna be like stop doing the work because now it's my turn to work yeah and then that's where you put your faith in practice you plant the seeds exactly you do plant the seeds so you know it's like for those people that automatically are like, how come I'm not being blessed? Well, there's something that you haven't surrendered to, you know, there's something that maybe you haven't done where it's like, oh, I want a job or I want money, but have you even applied? Have you gotten up there and like try to see, or you have a bunch of butts because you don't want to yes. work at McDonald's. It's the, you butts. know, it's like, 
don't say you're not privileged or you're not blessed. Like really pay attention to accountability on yourself and see what you're not doing for you. I I also feel like I really like overall, I'm like a humble person. And so this was just like, damn, like I'm real humble. You know what I mean? But I, I like, it's almost like God will humble you. You know, it, it's almost like, you kind of like bow down and you're just like you surrender like you just surrender and you you're just like i this is me like i'm this is me and and obviously i was at the same time like you're in a very delicate space right and so like i wouldn't really suggest you surrounding yourself with the people that necessarily like don't have the opposite of faith and and that are very like more so like just very logical or they're very um, attached to like material possessions and stuff like that when you're in these type of like this very delicate state because you are being challenged and you are holding on to faith right and so like you also have to be aware of what you surround y- yourself with in these moments and if it, it's okay if you really got to be on your own and just figure it out you know yeah. because I feel like that would have played a big part in like the outcome for me or or even just not necessarily like falling into a depression and I I really didn't but I I was on the brink of it I'm not even gonna lie to y'all yeah and I mean you brought up another good point which is you become like the people you surround yourself with you know and and a lot of the times we don't really pay close attention to that and we just think that oh like that's our girl or that's our bro like it's been my bro for this time or it's been you know like my girl for this time and it's like whatever it is that they are or aren't doing or thinking or aren't thinking you also will get some of that Mm -hmm. and you know the other day i posted a a little quote on my instagram that basically said like sit me next to the women who are doing better than me because i want to learn from them you Mm -hmm. know like it's never no we're on opposite sides Mm -hmm. it's like whatever you have done to get to where you have gotten to like i want to know what's in here Mm -hmm. because that just gives me the motivation to know that i can make it too you know, versus being with somebody who's so complacent with where they're at or so like going with the flow or so like, oh, fuck it. And you are like dragging them along with you when they're not even trying to put in the work for themselves. Yeah. So it's really important also like to really look at your circle and see who you're surrounded by. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, like not want to be the best in the group. Yeah. And I feel like for me, it was important to be surrounded by like supportive type of energy um, and not feel judged because at that moment, like I'm basically battling judging myself. Right. And then you don't need anybody else. (laughs) Like you don't need extra judgment at that point. And as a Virgo, (laughs) since she always loves to say she's a Virgo, she's extra critical on herself. Virgo traits. Yes. You know, it's like self-critical to the 10th power. Yep. And overthinker. And you know what I mean? Like, yeah, damn, yeah. I couldn't. And like, you had all the time in the world to think. And I had all the time in the world to think. But 24 hours. I was 24 thinking, hours. Hey. I was thinking good thoughts for the most part. Thankfully. Which is good. Yeah. Yeah. And taking care of myself. I think that's important. Don't ever stop taking care of yourself. Take care of yourself, especially in the challenging moments. That's when you need to take the most care of yourself. Yeah. Like and you can't tough. let yourself like. And it's it's hard to do when you're going through a tough time, but it's necessary. Damn, this girl talk got all fucking deep. 
<laughs> I knew it would. I like it. I didn't know to like where what we. Extent? I didn't know where we were gonna what we were gonna get into because I right. really didn't even have much. I was like, do we talk about online dating? Do we not? Like, do we talk about just dating overall? Do we not? And Does then she, it just kind of dating. Not really. <laughs> but like you know, it just it just it just got it, it got good. It got to her testimony, which I love a testimony. I really do because I love a testimony too. <laughs> it just. It, it allows us to grow. It allows us to learn from others and see their experiences. Yeah. And even for me to be so close and see it unfold, mm -hmm. you know, I have shared a lot of the feelings that you went through when I went through it, you know, like a year and a half ago to two years, little less than two years where I, I've, I've, I've said this before where I was left, you know, with this house by myself and yeah. figuring out myself, even though I had a job, it was still one of those like, God, what the hell? Yeah, you know? like you weren't expecting it. But even then, there was never, gracias a Dios, a doubt in my mind that he had my back. I just needed to surrender. And so I had a lot of conversations with my therapist about surrendering in those moments because it was like, I just got to let it go. I just got to let it go. And so now when I go to yoga, you know, if I have something in my mind, thankfully yoga helps, you know, not just physically, but also mentally and, and intellectually, spiritually, and, just in, spiritually yeah. in every way. And so it's like about being present on your mat and just giving yourself the time and like really, you know, scanning your body and like seeing how your body is reacting through every breath and learning so much about myself through that and even surrendering. Right. Mm -hmm. So like at the beginning of practice, they'll ask us to set an intention for our practice that day. And, you know, sometimes it is surrender. Sometimes yeah. it is surrender to whatever my body is feeling in that moment. And it's so crazy how that transpires also into my mind. And for that amount of time, like, it's almost like I'm not even thinking about whatever situation may be happening outside of that. And it's a beautiful thing to experience because it's such a busy world. And we have so many things in our minds, but when we really learn to disconnect, when we need to disconnect, we really understand that it doesn't matter how much we think of something when we're thinking of our specific situation in this moment and it is in lack, that's what we continue to attract. And like you said earlier, we have to literally put ourselves in a situation where even if we're living in lack right now in whichever way, especially if it's financially, we really have to envision our lives in this moment of how they would be with it without the lack, with prosperity, with abundance and what our feelings would be, how we would feel in those moments and to picture ourselves there so that we can actually start to attract it. And it's crazy because we get what we think about whether we like it or not. And so we usually think about where we are in this moment, which is a lack of love, lack of relationships, lack of um, a job, whatever we're at. And so we continue to attract that. And it is in the moment that we surrender and say, there's nothing, there's no more action that I can take. Mm -hmm. Universe take it on is when, things start to happen for us. Yeah. And I felt like I had this knowledge this time around. And so I feel like that was what kept me going for as long as I did. But then I, I ultimately felt, I guess like as time went on, like when it like passed like a month, like it was like going into like the two month mark, it was like my human freaking experience kicked in and my 
you know, like my existence kicked in to where it was like, okay, like I feel like, you know, I'm faltering in that, in this faith. Um, and in that way, like God gave me the therapist to remind me that I'm doing all the things that I'm supposed to and that my situation could change from one day to another. And I knew that. But literally, she said that in the next day, my situation changed. Yeah, dude, it's so crazy. It's weird. It's weird. You like, guys. it's so crazy. Yeah. But energetically, right? Like, and we talk about control all of the time and how we want to control different things. Learn to control your mind. Yeah, seriously. Learn to control your mind. Yeah. When you control your mind, nothing else can control you. Yeah, that's true. That is crazy. That's when true. you control your thoughts. And that's that's what you'll you'll attract the best thing ever in your life. Yeah. But you that's the one thing. And nobody teaches us that. No, nobody tells us, you know, like you got to work through your emotions. You got to figure out. They don't want people empowered with that information, because when we're out, when we feel lack and fear and out of control, we're more productive in society. <laughs> yeah. And it's not even about learn to control your mind so you're not vulnerable and weak and da 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 da. No, it's not like a machista type of no, control like your that. mind. Mm-hmm. Is learn to control your mind so you can learn that your thoughts and the way that your thoughts progress is what you're going to attract. And so when you learn to control those thoughts and you know, like if you're feeling some type of way, you let that you let that specific you feel thought, the feeling you and then, feel the feeling and then you let it go but you're not letting the feeling control the rest of your day or control you as a whole yeah you know like that's when you really have power over yourself so many yeah. people are powerless over themselves over and themselves. think they can control themselves and others that's the real tea that's the real tea for sure Woo! i love this <laughs> <laughs> i know i mean It just, it's crazy. Like, and I'm sure more events will, will transpire. And during the course of our life that challenge us in in these ways to like test our faith. Right. But I just, I feel very strongly in, in how I feel. And honestly, you guys, even in, in when it comes to dating, and I think we've talked about that is that I don't always think that people have to have the same exact beliefs as me. Right. But I think something important in a partner would for them to for be for them to have faith, because I really don't see how you find peace or or any type of like. Like, I would say not just purpose, but you you find kind of like. Something that is outside of you that is going to help you and that is gonna that is gonna kind of like enable you you and guide you into something else knowing that it's something outside of you and having faith it it really like emotionally psychologically spiritually it helps you get through shit yeah like if you don't have that like what do you do i mean (laughs) i don't know right like I really don't know because there might be somebody out there who doesn't. I know. And, and I respect that, too. Right. right? But, but I tr- I also believe that there has to be somebody higher than yourself because you can't go through this shit alone. No, it's tough. It sounds it's really tough out there. There's really like there's there's stuff that happens to people, you know, and I can't imagine going through everything I have personally gone through without a higher source. Right. Yeah, I agree. 
like it's crazy it's it's wild um, we will be angry at god or we'll be angry at our circumstances because why did they happen to us because why why does these things happen to you and and a lot of times after things happen to you like further down the line you you realize why or you realize at least the lesson yeah right if, if, yeah if if you put in the work for it I, um, I was watching this video where a lady was talking about like becoming like a widow and like, kind of like how becoming a widow made her feel, um, like why did this have to happen to me? And she kind of said like a part of love is loss and that's why love is so special because loss is always included in love. Yeah. And like a big example that she used was like our pets. Like, we know inherently that, you know, God willing, their life expectancy is X amount of time. And so, yeah, a lot of times, like, I'll be sad. Like, I'll think about it and I'll feel sad. And I'm like, I have such a deep connection with this animal. Like, he's literally my companion. And like, I like it just sucks. Like the knowledge of knowing that it's going to happen eventually, you know, something will happen. But at the same time, it's a part of the human experience. Yeah. And the human experience is like, you're going to go through some tough shit. And that's why it's like, damn, you guys got to swing. You got to swing and try your hardest and have faith that things are going to are going to get better because they are. They have the potential to get better. You just have to also be aware that your thoughts and, and as you're going through all this, they really kind of can basically dictate the outcome. Yeah. I agree. I agree, you guys. <laughs> I agree. And we're going to leave it at that. I know. I should got deep. We're going to leave it at that for the girls talk this week. <laughs> what? Girl, I'm sad. We shouldn't even talk. We shouldn't even call this girl talk. This yes. should be something else. I mean, it's girl talk. It's, it's what's been happening, you know, like in our lives and, and the feelings that we have been like dealing with and processing. And I think it's it's a beautiful thing that, you know, you're getting to see different aspects of your own life that are unfolding you know yeah. and, and pleasantly because yeah. even if you know things were tough at some point or, or they're tough and whatever point in your life it's like you continue to see god's hand in your life there's so much power in standing on your own and figure out figuring out what you're made of yeah Sheesh. <laughs> yeah that's true yeah and and that's how you just you know you'll, you'll continue to hold yourself to a high regard of and course. a higher regard and, you know, just be who you're meant to be for the purpose that God has in in for you and then for whatever comes and the generations to come as well. Wow. So, yes, we're going to leave it at that. You guys <laughs> let us know down below. Um, thank you in advance, because I already know a bunch of you guys are going to be like, ah, like, congratulations, Thea. You know, like, thank you so much for that. You guys, I'm super excited. Um, and yeah, let us know down below if, if you did comment or even if you didn't comment, you know, on the new beginnings episode, but you actually thought of something or something you may be going through right now, like time to reflect, you know, give yourself time to reflect on where you've been and where you are now. Like it is a new day. You do have a new beginning today, whenever it is that you're watching this and you get to do with your life as you choose to do, regardless of what anybody, you know, outside of say you about says it. that. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to leave it at that. Thank you so much for hanging out with us on another episode. Make sure you check us out on Apple and Spotify. We, you know, drop the episodes there every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Same thing as YouTube. So thank you guys so, so much. Until the next one. Bye. Bye.